What's going on, Combs? How you doing? Today, we're back at it. We're back at it with another cruise podcast. And it's right here. It's going on right here at the Always Be Booked Cruise Podcast Studio. So today, we're going to talk a lot about, you know, it's a cruise line that's been in the news kind of heavily lately. Not necessarily, well, in the regular news, but also in the news as far as the cruise space goes. That's Norwegian Cruise Line. They're getting a little controversial lately. We're going to talk about the environment. We're going to talk about specialty cruises. And we're going to talk about some beaches as well as your emails. Right after this, let's start the show. Oh, we back for another one, right? (laughs) Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruising If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know what's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go, cones and we united. So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited. All aboard and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show. I'm your host. My name is Tommy Casabona. Thank you so much for joining us today. I don't know what to do during the intro for the people watching this via video, via YouTube. Yes, I kind of like, I sit there, stare at the camera. I tell you, I don't know what I'm doing right now. What do I do? Yes, I probably should mix up some sort of opening montage. That hasn't happened yet. There's a lot going on, but there always is, isn't there? All right, today we're going to talk about Norwegian. We got a lot of Norwegian. It's a Norwegian-heavy episode. Uh, They've been in the news a little bit, you know, so let's get right into it. We'll do a little housekeeping later, maybe some mid-roll housekeeping, but I'd like to get you right in the action. Uh, By the way, welcome to the new people. Always, I always have to say that, especially the new Patreons. I want to thank the new Patreons so much for supporting this show. Really, really, really cannot tell you how much it's appreciated. I know over on the Patreon, I did kind of give a shout out to the people by name. I will continue to do that here and there for the new people. Uh, but just know either way, so appreciated. And uh, it's I, no words. There is no word. There are no words, dare I say. All right, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings. That's the company that owns Norwegian. They own, I think there's three or four other cruise lines, but or two or three other cruise lines. But Overall, the overall parent company is Norwegian Cruise Lines Holdings, and they fell. They were on the list today of stocks that moved the most. 12%. They got hit. There was a little bit of a hit. It wasn't pretty on Wall Street when we're talking about Norwegian. They lost $1.04 per share. And they're basically saying that's because of the fact that they reported a larger than expected loss for this quarter or this earnings period. So I guess what are we going to say here? Is this a direct result of some of the transgressions we're hearing about? Is this a direct result? I don't think it is. I think this is just, you know, let's face it. The cruise lines have been and continue to be in a little bit of trouble financially. Some of it seems to be surmountable. 
Some of it might eventually prove to be insurmountable. But one thing we do know is that they're all battling. And while they're all battling, it's important for them to keep a, you know, to keep a happy face on, to keep people not necessarily wondering or worried about where they're putting their money. They want consumer confidence, you know, so you're hearing all sorts of stuff from Frank Del Rio and the staff over at Norwegian. And I know we're harping on this a lot, but, you know, they are telling a story of them being in better shape than the other cruise lines based on the amount of dollars that they're able to command from consumers. Is that true? Maybe. Is it posturing? Maybe. But what we do know is that the stock fell by 12% today. And what we do know is that there are a lot of angry or unhappy campers out there regarding a lot of the, I guess, broken promises, uh, less than transparent dealings, uh, hidden charges, uh, less than expected quality service from their staff and this and that. And God bless the staff because they are really, really trying really hard. I could see that. I could tell you that firsthand. But, you know, when I say staff, I'm talking about cuts that have been made. So Norwegian has been embattled recently. And, you know, it doesn't help when you have a 1,000 guest vloggers cruise. I don't really don't think we should minimize the effect that that would have, you know everybody's got a camera out shout out to uh cruise life that was a funny as hell video uh he did the vogue it was a it was a takeoff of vogue and he called it vlog and yes everything comedically that you would think about and no offense to anybody but it's fun it is funny i don't care how you slice it when you talk about a vloggers cruise uh everybody having a camera set up microphones everywhere you know people you you have this kind of vision this comedic vision of people bumping into each other on the ship that have microphones backing out of a shop back uh, bumping into each other from behind it's, oh sorry sorry was i in your shot everybody walking around the ship was i in your shot sorry was i it happened to me i felt bad because i was in his uh ship tour video I was on the treadmill. I was the only one in the gym. I felt bad. I'm like, I could leave and, you know, give you a clear shot of the gym. He's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. I was the only one in the gym at the particular time. But yes, he did a, um, he kind of captured that. He captured a lot of that with all the vloggers that were on. And it was sort of like parodic. It was a parodic video, but it was also a, sh a show of respect to everyone. But it also shows that, you know, he or any of these vloggers out there or any of the vloggers, nobody takes himself that seriously. Yes, it is pretty funny. Just like the joke Tony made when we were talking about Tony from Lalita Loca, in case you didn't know the reference. Um, I, uh, I said, I've made a post about the fact that, you know, we are not going to be able to port. We're not going to be able to call in Belize. And I said over on my show or on my Facebook, I said, yes, the captain came on nice and early. He said, we're not going to be able to dock in Belize due to high wind. But you already know that probably because there are, you know, 45 posts about it already via us being on a vlogger's cruise. And then Tony just made a hysterical comment saying, yes, you can hear the sound of dramatic thumbnails being made through the hallways and it was funny i it probably paraphrased that i probably blew it whatever but it was it was still kind of funny so i don't want to necessarily continually pick on norwegian but this 12 percent drop today likely had nothing to do with and it's not just the vloggers you're hearing about other people talking about norwegian with the hidden charges and you know listen, kudos to norwegian you have to try we're all in peril if you're a cruise line financially 
you're in some sort of peril, maybe except for Royal Caribbean, but you know, they're trying to see what they can get away with. They're dipping their toe in the water of, oh, maybe we could charge for this. Maybe we could charge for that. Maybe we can cut this. Maybe we can cut that. And yes, it's a tricky, tricky time. But, you know, the market's the market. That's the beauty of capitalism. That's the beauty of uh, the form of government that we're in. The market will speak for itself. If they can get away with it, they were supposed to get away with it because people are willing to deal with that type of thing for the Norwegian experience. If they can't get away with it, They'll see 12% will become 20% in two months when the actions of the last couple of weeks or months kind of play itself out in real time. You know, when it, because I don't think whatever happened on that vloggers cruise, whatever happened based on some other thing, that that wasn't reflective of this. I think, you know, what happens, you'll show that maybe a month or two later. And I think that's what's going to happen. And we'll see. We'll see. And Norwegian, let's just say they're not going to, you know, I guess overcharge themselves out of business. You know, there is wiggle room. If they do make some mistakes and there is, if there is some pushback, they can still recover from that. They just have to make the adjustments. But like I said, the market will talk and they will either, they will, they will, you know, they have to sleep in the bed they make for themselves and we'll see what happens. I don't have a prediction there. I don't know. I don't know if it's just a couple of voices that are kind of being loud and then the news cycle goes away and then it's business as usual and people keep uh, booking Norwegian cruises or maybe they've pushed it over the line a little bit and they're going to have to start paying the piper based on their own lack of transparency. We will find out you are what your record says you are and that's pretty much it. Uh, Speaking of Norwegian... Despite the stock news, they do not appear to be going anywhere as they announced today that the 5th and 6th, wow, that many Prima class ships are going to be run off green methanol fuel. So we know that everybody's trying to go green and that's a beautiful thing. It's very, very important. We heard a lot about LNG, right? A lot of the Carnival new ships, the, uh, the, the, the XL class and some of the other ones, they're running on LNG, liquid natural gas, uh, liquefied natural gas fuel. Now, this is a point of debate uh, in, amongst uh, CLIA, environmentalist, environmentalists, scientists. Everybody's trying to decide. Now, in many ways, there are advantages to LNG from a sustainability standpoint. But the issue is, is that, you know, a lot of scientists are saying LNG is not the answer. LNG, while it is better in some ways as far as sustainability, it burns methanol. I'm sorry, uh, methane. Methane and methane used at the rate it is used on cruise ships is likely to heat up the environment, heat up the atmosphere 90% more than regular gas will. So they're saying, you know, hold the phone on LNG. That might not be the answer. So enter Norwegian using green methanol fuel. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't know exactly. I think that still is going to be debated. And I think at the end of the day, I, there may not be a right answer because the LNG might be helpful in certain ways. But, you know, you also heard about some people talking about hydrogen as an alternative. But what you keep hearing of uh, Norwegian Cruise Line is their goal of being completely carbon neutral by 2050. 
Now, this is a nice goal. As we all know, we all love the environment. We Nobody wants the world to uh, be destroyed via you know neglect. But it does remain to be seen as to whether or not a carbon neutral Norwegian by the year 2050 is possible or not. The company is saying that this will not be an easy task. And they're saying that additional modifications are going to have to be made to the ships in order to be fully reliant on the methanol gas so uh so we're gonna find out the uh what's going on right now so they're trying to reach for the stars and they're going to go for green and sustainability some say they might be going too far now what they're doing on ships like the norwegian sky as well as some other ships in the fleet they announced that they'll be shortening stays at some of these ports of call i don't know if you've seen this in the news or not but uh on the norwegian sky they've already announced it and some other ships are soon to follow that their stays in the ports of call are going to be reduced i think this is crazy i don't know about you but you know you book a cruise Every you know you don't know maybe it's because of the people you're with maybe it's because of that time of year maybe because of the price maybe because of the ship whatever it is, but you can't ignore the fact that sometimes you book it because of the ports of call, and I can tell you that I've booked particular cruises based on how much time you get at a particular port of call, and we've been screwed on that on the group cruise. We thought we were going to be in Aruba till eleven o'clock. They pulled us out of there at eight. They didn't give us a reason. Well, yeah, they did. They just said. No, they didn't give us a reason. They said, in order to be as efficient as possible and get you back home on time, we are reduced. You didn't know that before? Now, Norwegian is giving a reason here. Norwegian is saying that they are cutting the time that you will be able to spend at some of your favorite ports by a few hours each because of this being part of their ultimate goal to be carbon neutral by 2050. And it's just ridiculous to me that you're going to be booking cruises under a certain pretext and then that's going to be taken away from you because they think for some reason that that particular thing is going to help them be carbon neutral by 2050. So the theory is is that you will go from one port to the other at a certain speed. And if you have to hustle, if you have to step on the proverbial gas, you're in a position where you're going to be burning more fuel and I guess being a little bit more destructive to the environment. What they probably leave out is that using that gas probably costs them a little bit more, right? So they're basically thinking, in my opinion, erroneously, that you know nobody will question them or they will be questioned less. There will be less protest if they say they're doing this move in the spirit of protecting the environment. Again, totally my opinion. I do not want to see Frank Del Rio outside my door with duct tape and a shovel, so I'm going to be careful. I'm going to tread lightly. I don't want to get into any of those creepy, you know, Don Terrace phone calls in the middle of the night from, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, all the, all the, all the, all the president's men. What was the guy? What was that guy's name? Deep Throat. I don't want to get no deep throat calls in the middle of the night. It's kind of weird, but uh, yeah, that was, that was weird. If you saw that episode, check out Don Don uh, Don's family vacations. He got a call. He got a strange call from someone who alluded or or sort of alluded to the fact that they were representing Norwegian in some way. They wouldn't really tell Don how, and then all of a sudden there was a hang up. He was asked or, you know, kind of nudged dare I say, to remove some of the videos that he made that may be questioning Norwegian's procedures. 
and I thought it was weird. I just thought it was a weird call. Check that video out if you're so inclined. But uh, whatever. Anyway, getting back to the two Prima class ships, they are being built by the Fincaciary Shipyard. They are expected to launch in 2026 and 2027. Uh, they say there are going to be challenges. Uh, what they're calling the first stages of the methanol transition, uh, that's a biofuel blend. So it's going to be 30% methane and 70% MGO. Now, what is MGO? That is the traditional gas that's used by cruise ships over the past however many years. It's not LNG. It's the regular gas that you know they say is not good for the environment. And quite frankly, it probably isn't. I would imagine it's not. Let's just say it's not. But MGO, what does that stand for? Uh, it's marine gas. Oh, let's do that as a quiz. So the first, I'll give you the first two. Marine gas. And then, oh, MGO. What is the O? If you know what the O is, email me, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. A little fun way to do a little quiz on the show. What does the O stand for? We're putting it out there as a quiz challenge. We may be doing that for a fun little bit. Or we may doing that, be doing that because I may not know what the hell the O is, and you might have to help me out with that. But either way, it is what it is. So uh, the 2026 and 2027 is when these cruise ships will come out, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. And while we're here, let's stay with Norwegian for a minute, and let's uh, enjoy the good life a little bit with Norwegian. Let's celebrate all things that are fine wine, uh, fine whiskey, fine cuisine, what Norwegian is doing is offering a uh, series of cruises that is going to be an immersive, uh, like a immersive journey into wine, into food, into uh, you know uh, even whiskey, even Scotch whiskey in some cases. What are they called? They're calling this Meet the Winemakers, I believe, right? Yeah, Meet the Winemakers, and uh, looks like a really really nice thing that they're rolling out. This looks like you know, so many times when you're pulling. You know, pulling services or upcharging or whatever you're doing, you know, it is nice sometimes when you want to demand a higher price. And what Norwegian is doing here is giving you something. You know, obviously it's not going to be cheap, but it is transparent. You know, apparently this has been going on for seven years. I had no idea that the meat, the winemakers thing was happening all these years. But what it is, is on select sailings across the fleet, the cruise line is going to partner up with world renowned chefs and winemakers, and they're going to give guests the opportunity to get a one-on-one exposure to the makers of some of the most popular wines in the world. Now, guests booked on these cruises will get access to tastings, food and wine pairings, meet and greets with the big shots of the organizations, as well as organized classes and demonstrations on how the wine is made, how the food is made, things like that. It's just, you know, it's like it's almost like a like a theme cruise. If you like country music, you got a bunch of country music bands that you can enjoy. If you are a fan of wine, fine wine and really get into the process of how it's made and how it's paired with certain cuisine, this is the cruise for you. There will be also uh, exclusive wines available for purchase that you would only be able to get if you happen to visit the actual wineries, if you are local to the area where these wines are produced. There are uh, also special guests this year, one of which is Emma Walker, and that's Emma Walker, no relation to Herschel or Lucas Sky. She is, however, a master blender. Wait a minute, are they coming at me with master I'm sorry, I'm nine years old. I can't handle a word like that. I can't handle them saying master blender to me. There's just too many directions. What can't they come up with something else? 
Is that what we're calling it nowadays? Master blending? Hey, what are you doing in there? Stop master blending. Um, I am sorry, Emma. Emma Walker is a master blender from Johnny Walker, and I assume she is a descendant from Johnny himself. Although it is a common last name, Walker, so I don't know. I could tell you that they used to do that with Miller, Miller Brewing Company. I had about three or four Millers that delivered beer to me or were my Miller reps that they just had the last name. Miller's a very popular last name. Let's be honest. If your name is Miller and your skill set or your resume is equal to someone named Smith who is also vying for the position, you're going to tell me Miller's not going to get the job? Same is true for Walker. I have no reason to believe that Emma is not a direct descendant of Johnny Walker. So I don't know, but let's just... I don't have information or evidence that she is either. Let's just leave it unsaid. Emma, we'll just we'll we'll just go with it. Either way, she is a master blender, and it is what it is. Now, on September seventeenth, this particular cruise is going to be a sailing that you'll want to be on if you're a fan of whiskey. If you're a fan of scotch, she will join guests on the Norwegian Prima on the seventeenth of September for a Northern Europe cruise. And uh, that is going to be the cruise line's first ever Johnny Walker cruise. I mean, imagine how cool that's going to be. You're doing something you absolutely love with a fully immersive experience regarding something that you have a passion for. You know what I mean? Like wine and whiskey and scotch and food. A Johnny Walker cruise in Scotland with someone who is allegedly from the Johnny Walker family. I think it's it sounds amazing to me. This cruise looks amazing and good for Norwegian for offering experiences like this. And uh let's let's be honest. Can you imagine the nickel and diming that can go along with this? I bet there are meetings going on around the clock. I'm imagining a boardroom, a few people sitting there and you know some guy just puts his hand up and says, "Hear me out." This is what we're going to do. Dixie cups. Everything comes in a Dixie cup. That's the original. That's the base experience. Now, for $6.99, we will give you the ultimate actual glass experience. $6.99 is what we call it a dishwashing fee. But you can get an actual glass of wine. These wines are complimentary to you as part of the cruise package in the Dixie cup. But we will charge an extra six ninety nine if you want the full glass experience. All right, all right, all right. Let's 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 take the foot off the pedal, bashing Norwegian. I hope Norwegian knows that I love that. They're probably not watching this at all. But I will say, if any of these cruise lines are watching, it's not like I want to just bash you. I'm not doing this for sensationalism. I'm not trying to come out and be like, look, I'm the guy who shits on all the cruise lines. That's not what it is. I do. Tell it like it is ideally. And, you know, I hope, hopefully, you guys realize that I continuously say that Norwegian, you are one of my favorite cruise lines. I absolutely love sailing on Norwegian. I don't like some of the things that have come out of the Norwegian camp lately. But at the same time, there's no avenues where I'm thinking about, like, not sailing on Norwegian anymore. I didn't have, I guess, pound for pound, the breakaway. It wasn't one of the better cruise experiences I've had, although it was a great time. Uh, but right before that, I had the Norwegian Gem last year, right around this time, and it was absolute blast. A very, very simple 10-day Caribbean cruise to some beautiful places. Got everything I expected on the Norwegian Gem. It was phenomenal. But, you know, all the cruise lines, if anybody from cruise lines happen to be watching this or listening to this, all I will say is that 
you know, I'm an advocate. You know, I break your chops a lot of times. I like to think that I spread the wealth across the board. I give Carnival a little bit of a hard time. I give Royal Caribbean and Norwegian equally a hard time. Now, when you do something to kind of deserve a little bit more of a hard time during a particular time, I was beating up Carnival for taking things away a couple of months ago. I even jeopardized my friendship with Sherry from Cruise Tips TV. I'm kidding. I obviously didn't. I was kidding around. That was tongue in cheek too. That's the whole thing. We're having fun out here, but I am an advocate for the consumers, and that's what I'm going to try to continue to be. But ultimately, even if you catch some fire sometimes as a cruise line from me, not that it's necessarily going to change your business whatsoever. I know that. But just know that ultimately I am advocating for cruising, which in any way, shape, or form at all, by any measure, is ideally hopefully going to help you or or. or Bring more people. I could tell you two or three people, five or six people that never would have cruised if they didn't start watching my show. And yeah, they're friends of mine who checked it out and said, hey, this cruising stuff. Yeah, I started just because I saw you doing something. I wanted to support it. But hey, let me book something. Let's try this out. You know, that does happen. And if you extrapolate that out to all the other smaller creators as well, you know, everybody's voice matters. And ultimately, what I am is an advocate for cruising and I am going to take an opportunity if I see you slip up a little bit, if I see you do something that is questionable that I can make a little fun of or have a little fun with, I'm going to do that every single time. And I hope you see the big picture in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Not that you're watching. But all right, so let's move along. I wanted to get, let's do this. I wanted to get a little segmenty on on this show. I wanted to introduce something, and I think I'm thinking about trying it for a while continuously as a, maybe a Tommy's top five. I want to pick five things, whatever the subject matter is that week, whatever kind of comes to mind. I'm happy to hear what you guys think. What would you like to see me rank? A few people suggested this. I've thought of it. So I figured after a while, you know what? Where this smoke this fire, let's do it. Let's put in a Tommy's top five, and it'll be a different topic each week. If you want to contribute to that and suggest a top five topic, uh, write Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Today is not an area where I would tell you that I'm an expert in because by my translucent complexion, you could tell I'm not the biggest beach guy, but I've been to some beaches. You're not going to be a cruise fan without having been been to some beaches been been to some beaches maybe maybe that works i don't know here's what i I was triggered by the way ladies and gentlemen last time on my cruise on norwegian on the vloggers extravaganza i happened to slip into a talk a show a excursions show dare i say and there was a woman talking about the cruise excursions and i didn't like what i heard I think this needs to be tempered. I would never really complain about it. I did laugh it off, but I did see like that's an error. There was an error that was on stage. The woman was doing her normal slideshow. You know these shows where you know they tell you how to spend your money based on who they have a partnership with. You guys all know how that works when you're in the theater. You know they open up with the line, "I have the best job in the world. I shop for a living." That's the shopping version. But then there is the excursion version version as well. So you'll sit down, and they're gonna you know basically veer you towards different types of excursions. Ideally, the ones that they get the biggest cut of. Also, that's not the whole story. Truthfully, they vet these people. They really, really do. They vet these excursions and make sure that they're on the up and up. 
that they are safe. And most importantly, well, maybe not most importantly, equally as important, they're going to get you back to the ship on time. And that's probably the single best advantage to booking an excursion with the company, with the cruise line, is that they are guaranteed that you will get to the ship on time. Um, me personally, I'll find a way to challenge that. You guys know me in the peer running, but it is what it is. But I wanted to talk about beaches. Okay. Wait, why was I talking about that? Um, I was talking about that because I was triggered. So the woman was on stage and she said to everybody, she was like, all right, let's go over excursions for Roatan. There are some of the best beaches in Roatan. There's also non-beach activity. You know, would you believe that people uh, sometimes don't like beaches? Now think of how ridiculous, this is what the woman representing the cruise line, Norwegian cruise line said. Think about how ridiculous that is. You go on a Caribbean cruise and you don't like a beach. Believe it or not, I get some people who do that. I'm like, first of all, I am. I feel attacked. And I know at least six or seven people that agree with me that feel attacked. Not everybody's a beach person. You can be being a freaking cruise addict. Loving being at sea and loving going to each of these ports of call and getting off the ship at every one of them and being a beach lover are not mutually exclusive. That's not the same thing. You don't have to love the beach to really appreciate cruising in the Caribbean. How dare you, ma'am? I was um, I was a little triggered by that, but at the same time, I wasn't going to complain about it. That was the least that a problem. I'm just kidding. It was, everything was fine. But I did want to rank the top five beaches that I have ever been to. These are the top five beaches. Now, I have not been to Trunk Bay in St. John. I have not been to Megan's Bay Beach in St. Thomas. I have not been to Baby Beach in Aruba. Uh, there's a few that I haven't been to that are world-renowned and celebrated in the Caribbean. But uh, I'm going to tell you the ones, and they're not just the Caribbean. This is my all-time beach list, the best beaches. Now, I'm from Long Island. People laugh a lot when I tell people that Long Island is known for its beaches. Of course, it's not the tropical, translucent water with the white sand. But there are some really, really nice beaches on Long Island, uh, you know, in the Hampton Bays, Montauk, Jones Beach. You could argue Long Beach. Long Beach more infrastructurally inconvenient. Long Beach is a nice beach. But when you talk about having a beautiful boardwalk, oh, I left the beach out. But I think it is six. So I, I just thought of another beach based on the criteria that I'm talking about right now. I'm going to put it in as an honorable mention. Remind me hopefully. Uh, all right. So there's a lot of different criteria for beaches. And by the way, I love a beach when the sun's going. I love a beach at sunset. You know, I just get a little hot. I get a little bored and I get a little sandy and salt watery. And it's just not my favorite thing, but take it for what it's worth. My top five beach list is as fo is as follows. Coming in at number five, Palm Beach in Aruba. I love the space. I love the uh, room that you have. I love the fact that it's close to the cruise port. I love the fact that there's beautiful uh, blue water. I love the fact that there is um, a, 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 a bunch of tiki huts where you can kind of just set up shop. I love the fact that there's a pier with a restaurant. I love the fact that there are water sports there, and it's just a beautiful beach. Popular, maybe sometimes crowded, commercial, yes, 
you're talking about the guy who likes Times. You're talking about one of these five or six New Yorkers that actually likes Times Square and Rockefeller Center at Christmas, that type of thing. All right, number four, we're going to go with Half Moon K in the Bahamas. Carnival, private island, Holland America, private island, what have you. This is a beautiful beach. The half moon thing is real, aptly named. Uh, you have a beautiful situation where you have beautiful white sand, uh, gorgeous blue water. You have, uh, you could see the cruise ship uh, off in the distance, anchored away. You have uh, uh, you know, the, cap- the Captain Morgan bar. A lot of beautiful things uh, to look at, to enjoy, to experience, and it's very, very clean. Half Moon K feels like a very natural, um, unmolested area. You know what I mean? Just like a nice place to be, very, very chill, very quiet, very serene. People go to Half Moon K, and I feel like it's a little bit of a sleeper. You get off the ship, and you step onto Half Moon K Beach. And you're kind of unexpectedly full of floored by what you saw. The awe is there when you go to Half Moon K Beach. Number three, similarly, Koki Beach in St. Thomas. Also, by the way, Half Moon K. Beautiful barbecue, beautiful straw market, that type of thing. All right, Koki Beach in St. Thomas. It's a little bit out of the way, but I could tell you right now, this beach I've never seen water where I was chest high, neck high, and you look down and you can see your feet. Clearest, it's not the biggest beach. It is a little bit narrow, but there is a cool little place to grab a bite. The service is good. People will come up to you on the beach and gladly give you some rum. You'll see some shady characters there, people who are a little off the beaten path a little bit, you know, people who are clearly hiding from something, who are, you know, dodging the law. That that happens there. Uh, but... Koki Beach is a really, really beautiful beach, um, and it's number three on our list. Number two on the list is Orient Bay Beach in St. Martin. I spoke about this on the Patreon last night. I don't love the fact that you could turn around and there could be a ball bag in any direction. Um, The nude beach factor, it does rattle me a little bit. I don't love that because it's not like it's, um, you know, it's, 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 they always say, you know, the people who, uh, you're not going to catch me nude, that's for damn sure. Uh, but they always say the people who are, are the ones who shouldn't be nude are the ones who end up being nude. And it's not even like that. It's not, it's it's about just, you know, European culture and they just don't have any hangups. There's no hangups about having to cover yourself and put clothes on. Um, it's a little bit more of a free feel. And there's no judgment on my end from that. It's just where I'm from societally culturally i'm not used to that type of thing i'm not used to grabbing a pina colada having a good time looking at the beautiful mountains and then turning to the right and seeing a ball bag i'm not used to that but here we are at orient beach you do do that so it is a 10 i'm taking two points away for the ball bag and then that's it that's it from there we're good beautiful beautiful beach on the french side of saint martin now this is an outlier this is different this is um not cruising related the most beautiful beach that I have ever been to, and I would say it's probably not close, is Siesta Key Beach on the west coast of Florida. This, it, uh, cruise or not, you got to go to this place. It is, I mean, you know, when you go to this beach, there's so much room. When you take your shoes off and walk around this beach, the sand is so comfortable. It is 
powder. I don't know how that happens. They say it's some formation from the clay that fell down from the Appalachian Mountains. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. But it is a white sand, fully clay beach. And one thing I do like, you guys know, I'm a fan of the sunset. The sun goes down over there on the west coast. You get a full, beautiful view. One thing I also like is the fact that there's a sandbar that's very close to the shore. It really gives, if you're taking pictures of this thing, I've always seen pictures. I'm like, where is this freaking place? How do they even, all it is is a sandbar. The reason I say that is because it looks like it's its own little island. And if you take the right picture at the right angle, it looks like you're somewhere in Bora Bora or something or somewhere out very ultra exotic in the South Pacific or something. But it's not that. It's just that there's a sandbar. There's a body of water, a sandbar, and then the Gulf of Mexico. But it's gorgeous. And when that sun comes down and lights up that whole beach in that way that we know about, that golden hour type picturesque view, it's breathtaking. You know, there are people there and it's energetic. Uh, what would you say? It's, it's, it's a bustling beach. People are loud. Kids playing. People having fun. But when that sun goes down and it cascades over that water, you almost feel like everybody's mood is transformed. Everybody feels a little different. Everybody feels like it's almost like a, a feeling of worship. Okay, look at this right here. Look at this gift we've been given. Everybody shut the hell up. Stand there and admire this gift. That's what it is out there at Siesta Key Beach. And that's it. That's Tom Tommy's top five. That's the first Tommy's top five. Hopefully, you'll enjoy that. We'll get more into it in the future. I'll take your suggestions, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com, and uh, we'll take it from there. Let's do your emails. Hey, Cones. Sorry to interrupt Tommy's rambling, but I don't have a lot of time, and I wanted to ask you about your next cruise. We know there are lots of decisions to make, such as... Where do I want to go? How can I get the best deal? And which cruise line is right for me? Whether you're traveling solo, with friends, or your entire family, always be booked. We'll make sure we find the perfect cruise for you. You can book direct, but remember, cruise line representatives are going to operate in the interest of the cruise line. And don't get me started on those third-party websites. If you are looking for someone who is going to spend the time it takes to ensure that you find the cruise ship, ports of call, and excursions that are right for you, then go to alwaysbebooked.com or email tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Let's face it, we are all searching for those moments of pure cruise bliss. And based on your detailed conversation with Tommy, we'll make sure it happens for you over and over again. For the most personal and detailed cruise planning assistance, reach out directly to Tommy and he will make the process as enjoyable as the cruise itself. Whoa, Morgan, don't you think we're exaggerating? Now, Tommy, please let me do my job. My bad. Always be booked. It's a podcast. It's a community. And dare I say, it's a lifestyle. Go to alwaysbebooked.com right now and let's start planning your next adventure at sea. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to let you know, remind you that I do have a Facebook group. It's the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. It's a place where we kind of get along with each other, have some fun. We share pictures, share experiences, ask and answer questions. We get each other excited about cruising. We also get to know each other. I know multiple 
groups of friends that have been created from that group. And it's kind of like one of the, if there's anything that I'm very, very proud of, it's probably that. I'm as proud of that as I am proud of anything in this group where people have gotten together, whether it's, you know, we, we become best friends or not. People who have interacted with the show, gone on group cruises, have done that. And that happens nowhere more than in the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. It's a closed group. All you have to do is ask to join. I let you write in and we're off to the races. I also do have a Patreon. If you do have an interest in supporting this show and you have an interest in getting five shows a week, the shows themselves, I call it the wake up show. What we do is we do a little bit of a pop culture recap. We talk about cruising. We celebrate cruising, but I will go off the rails. It'll be a little bit more of a variety show. Like last night, we talked about old movies and whatever else comes to mind. But yes, we do try to keep it as much cruising as possible, but we're not afraid to go off the rails. If something crazy happened to me in my crazy life, life on the weekend you get to hear about it there you can make fun of me whatever it is a lot of that happens uh it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash always be booked it's eight dollars a month and like i said you get five extra shows a week and for those who you have who have just joined i really 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 sincerely appreciate that support it's invaluable to me you have no idea what it means to me thank you so much um I have an Instagram. I've really dedicated some time and committed to the reels. I've done a lot of reels. If you haven't been by Instagram, always be booked in a while. I suggest you go by, check it out. You'll see a ton of stuff from over the last eight weeks or so of uh, me just kind of really committing to doing a lot of reels, stories, posts, stuff like that. Um, Entertaining stuff that I put a lot of work into. Matching certain musical trends with uh, edited video is a fun thing for me to do. I usually do it like right before bed or right when I'm waking up. It's kind of like the last thing I'll do or the first thing I'll do. And I'm I'm proud of some of them too. So if you guys want to go over to Always Be Booked on Instagram, check them out. It's a good time. Uh, What else are we talking about here? Yeah, travel. As uh, Morgan told you, you book travel with me. Feeling pretty good. I got a good amount of cruises on the books right now to where, you know, it's a lot to handle, but it's no problem. I got it. I feel like I've really turned the corner when it comes to being able to book travel. And um, I'm there and I'm having fun with it. I really, really am. All right, let's do some emails. Tommy, Norwegian should be concerned. If I weren't concerned with losing my deposit, I would change my Alaska sailing to another cruise line. Carol. Carol, thank you for the email. Carol is a legend in the Always Be Booked family. She is uh, one of the proverbial pieces of glue that holds it all together. She was on the group cruise. She's a tried and true mega cone. So, Carol, appreciate you. And yeah, this is just kind of like what I'm saying. Again, not to continue to pile on, but that's the beauty of it. Whatever the market says, if they keep pushing people, you know, I don't think you really get away with too much. You know, there's too many options out there. And yes, you do have Carnival. You have people thinking about trying Carnival because they're sick of being bamboozled by things that are being done over at Norwegian. So I'll continue to cruise Norwegian for now. I'll have my proverbial eye out to see what they do as long as they keep things on the level. I, I'm hoping they kind of revert back to some things. You see Carnival do that all the time. Things will happen. People will complain. And you know what? You got to eat a little crow. It's a little maybe embarrassing. But for the greater good of the future of the company, you got to listen to the crowd. And I'm hoping Norwegian does the same thing. And uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Carol. But also have a great time on that Alaska sailing. Uh, hey, Tommy, 
my son is a senior editor in school in high school and does some work with social media and YouTube. He enjoys video editing and is a big cruise fan. We are both local to South Florida. Let me know if you need any help or would be interested in talking to my son. I've been a loyal listener for years and really do love the content you create. Thank you for the shout out on the show the other day. I did a shout out on Patreon the other day, so I think that's what he's referring to. And this is from Timothy. Timothy, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank your son. I'm glad your son's a, lo- uh, a loyal Cruz fan. We need we need Cruz fans. You know what I mean? We we love it. But I want to thank you for this offer too, because you know your son is his time is valuable. He's entering in the formidable years of his life in high school, and um, he's probably starting to think of what's going to happen after high school. What is he going to do next? Sounds like at least on a hobby level, he has some interest in content creating himself. Here's the dilemma I have with something like this: to get it from my mind, what I'm thinking, and to get it to somebody else. For them to create whatever version of what I'm thinking in my mind, if I was more of a pro at being able to do that, I would be like, yes, let's meet with your son. Let's come up with maybe a plan. Now, first and foremost, uh, oh, there's no money. I, get no, there's no, I am trying to battle to see if I can make this happen just on my own. If I could just possibly be able to tie ins together and make this uh, income, uh, a, a full time income generating project. So I'm assuming you're thinking about some sort of like uh, on an interim or voluntary level because the money's out. Let's just be talk about transparency with Norwegian. That's me being as transparent as possible. There's no money in this for, for, for the kid. You know what I mean? But if he did want to for fun, I would just say, you know, I can't necessarily know how to execute my vision and say what I could do. Cause at that point, just the communication part of it. And please let me take a step back and let you know how much I appreciate an offer like this. The people that have come out of the woodwork, you know, like Tim here, who's, who's offering, you know, you know, family members to be able to help me get some of this stuff done is so appreciative. I can't even, I can't even tell you, but what I would say, if he wants to just create stuff on his own, what his vision is, you know, if he's got like an Instagram reel or something or a concept for an Instagram reel or an idea for a video that he wants to kind of run by me and then do on his own or maybe shoot it and, and kind of take care of it. And then maybe I could air it and maybe, you know, give him credit as a contributor and let, let people know that, you know, this is, I don't know what your son's name is, but give the name out and say, this is what he did. I would be happy to do that. And that would be a big help to me from a content standpoint, because, you know, if he did maybe a couple here and there, I could necessarily take off that day and work on some other things. But yeah, it, it people have asked a lot. How can I help? What can I do? Uh, I'd love to help always be booked. And here's the blanket answer to everybody. Do it. Do something, come at me with something, present me with something that you would think that would be of value to my channel or to the entity as a whole. And we'll talk about whether or not I see where I could either just put it up raw because it's that good. I could say, I like where you're going, but here's what I'm thinking. And then maybe work on it again. Or maybe it's just an idea that we started and we work on together. But for me to kind of like know what's going on in my head and my brain to as far as content and then. I guess maybe uh, you know assign somebody to it. That wouldn't work because I don't have enough um, ability to 
express what I'm thinking and then explain it, it would just be quicker for me to do it. You know what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. And I hope that that doesn't come off as me being in any way, shape or form, not appreciative of this offer. So that's what I say. Anybody who wants to, you know, help out would always be booked. Uh, You know, knowing there's no money involved, send it in and let's see if we can get it on. You know what I mean? That's what I think that's what it is. You know, when you when you talk about contributing to like a radio show or something, I think that's just the general thing. Record the bit, send it in. Record the content, send it in. If I can use it, I'll use it. Uh, <clears throat> Royal Caribbean uh, will provide, to- dear Tommy, Royal Caribbean will provide a paper copy of the cruise compass if requested. Daniel Roberts. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. That's Raymond Leach. Daniel Roberts, you're next. Stand by. So that's good to know because Norwegian, I've always gotten it on there. No questions asked. It's there. The Freestyle Daily. Carnival hadn't had the fun times available. Now it is available. Now you can get the fun times from what I'm hearing. They're going to re-release the fun times to all the people who are, you know, that's, again, what's worse for the environment? Printing out the fun times for everybody or spending the allotted time that you say you're going to spend in St. Martin or a particular port, Norwegian, who knows. Uh, But yeah, that's good news. I appreciate the information, Raymond. So you could have always, you could get a paper copy of the Cruise Compass, which is Royal Caribbean's version, if you do request it. So again, I don't know. That's questionable to me. Do you want to do that? And again, I'm not saying, I didn't necessarily, I prefer Okay, I prefer to have the cruise compass. I prefer to have the piece of paper if I want it. Do I prefer it enough to go to guest services and request that they print it specially for me? Probably not. It's just something that's nice to have in your hand, in your room, that you can go in. I mean, it does my phone. Every time I get that cruise compass or that cruise schedule in paper form, I could tell you that my phone ends up being charged a little bit more. I get a little bit more battery life out of my phone because of the fact that I don't have to take the phone when I go into the bathroom to sit down. I can take the cruise compass in. I could take the freestyle daily. I could take the fun times. You know what I mean? I hear because of this, the highlighter sales are going to go up. The highlighter sales are going to go back up. Highlighter stock was down tremendously. As a result of these cruise lines not pr- cr- uh, printing out these cruise, cruise schedules. But now they're going back up. But yes, I can leave my phone charged and let it rest and be able to occupy that bathroom time with the cruise compass, freestyle daily, or fun times. And that's a plus. So I'm happy that they're they're starting to come back. Hopefully Royal Caribbean will give it back without have you having to go to uh, guest services, stand in line, and make a big deal about it. Hey, Tommy, I've known about you through Clayco and Tony Barnett and everyone, but I just today listened to some of your videos, including your podcast, where you're talking about Christine Duffy. You are so good at what you do. I'm definitely going to subscribe to your Patreon. Question, when is your next group cruise? Have a great day, Erica. Erica, thank you so much. Erica is a new cone, and Erica is a mega cone now. So this is a dated email. We're a little bit in the future when I do read this. We've answered most of this stuff. Uh, Erica, it's so good to have you on board. And Erica is booked on Pirates and Pier Runners Part 3. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that cruise. 
This is a group cruise. It's leaving October 8th. It is the always be booked group cruise number three. And we could not be more excited about it because we have already the best turnout so far. And we have some star-studded people. We're working on some more star-studded celebrities. We're seeing if we can make it happen or not. We don't know yet. But we're going to hope to hopefully shoot for 50 people on this thing. But I can tell you right now, whatever you think about your cruise that you're going to book yourself on, I don't know. It's just like I said, I, I I can't really make you do anything. I can't really put the knowledge and foresight that I have knowing that this cruise is going to be the best times of your life and take you away from particular, a particular cruise that you're booking. But I can tell you that if it costs a couple of hundred bucks extra, if it uh, if it doesn't exactly fall into line with your exact plans for an itinerary and a cruise ship were, I can't tell you that this is going to freaking blow it away. It's going to blow it out of the water. You're going to meet some psychopaths. You're going to meet some really cool down-to-earth people. You're going to meet some chill people. And you are going to find your tribe within this cruise. I'm telling you right now, and it's on the best cruise ship that there is out there right now from Carnival. It's going to some of the best islands there are, St. Thomas, San Juan, and Amber Cove, and it's going to be a blast. If you're interested in hearing more about it or getting a quote, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Thank you so much, Erica. All right, Tommy, you are legit talented, and I am friends with Doug. I am a, I am in private equity here in New York City and also write. Next time you are in New York City, I enjoy meeting you in person. Here's a link to my novel, Daniel Roberts. Ladies and gentlemen, um, you are real and like Doug, relatable to this community of cruise nerds, a.k.a. Cones. Let me know next time you're in town. Daniel, thank you so much. Sincerely, thank you for listening. Thank you being supportive all uh, over these years. And yeah, I got to get I got to get back to New York at some point soon. It's just it's I haven't been spending much time in the city. When I go back, I usually end up staying in Long Island, maybe a little Queens action, but I want to go to the city. He has a book out called Bar Made, B A R separate word made m-a-i-d i'm gonna check it out definitely i'm not the biggest reading guy maybe there's a there's a um audio version of it but i'm definitely gonna check it out you should too daniel roberts barmaid daniel thank you so much for listening to this podcast i really appreciate it and all the support and 100 percent next time i'm in new york you're gonna get an email from me we're gonna hopefully catch up link up somewhere coffee shop bar restaurant whatever it is and um I'll get a chance to thank you in person for the years of support. Definitely. All right. So many of you may have followed a story from a few weeks ago. This was regarding Bubba. Bubba had a little bit of a dilemma that he he, he put to the group. He told us he was going on a cruise. He had a cancellation. There was a whole convoluted long story on it. And then long story short, he was going to end up going with this maybe love interest, maybe platonic friend cruise buddy he didn't necessarily for what i for what i realized he didn't know where he stood she wanted separate rooms but at the same time she may have only been doing that to try to fight temptation um there's a lot there was a lot going on with this story and hopefully you remember it bubba checked in with an update on how it went and we'll just we'll read this right now disclaimer 
I'm going to try to keep this email length down, yet not leave out details like the initial one. If I fail to or say something that's inappropriate, then feel free to summarize it in your own words. I will do that. I will hopefully try to sight read this on the fly. And if Bubba goes off the rails a little bit, I don't know. You got to go pretty far to be too far for always be booked. But yeah, yeah, I like to keep it somewhat clean. Uh Follow up on what happened when my lady friend joined me on the carnival celebration. Here is the backstory. We met on an online dating app. Yep, that was the first time you gave us that little nugget. The first meeting, she told me I'm not going to get in a relationship with you or sleep with you. I appreciated her removing the guesswork, so we spent the next year or so hanging out doing cool things. Things naturally involved. Uh, things naturally involved or evolved. And after the lines were crossed one night, it shifted to a friends with benefits situation. And now she would routinely come over to my house. The ground rules I miss see this is all left out in the beginning. This is this makes more sense. I was a little confused. I wish I knew this when I brought Hannah involved so that she could kind of I guess um maybe weigh in a little bit. But uh friends with benefits type situation and she would routinely come over to my house the ground rules i mentioned in the initial email were she wouldn't go all the way then she would receive benefits but it wasn't but wasn't giving them out oh okay so she was the recipient of benefits hoping that you would just be happy to give those benefits out and you know not expect any benefits in return we're all mature adults here we understand what's happening so far okay This one night, one of those ground rules got broke. It resulted in us not seeing and barely even texting for a long time. I thought for sure it had ended our friendship. She started dating someone, so I stepped back not to get in the way. Even though he was a jerk to me one time when he texted me from her phone, he cheats on her. Then she takes me up on my offer to go on the free cruise at the last minute. All right, so makes sense. She gets a boyfriend. You guys are still friendly. She, he's threatened by that or nervous by that. So he sends you a jerk text uh, and then he cheats on her. So now you're back in the game. She is entertaining the idea of going on a cruise with you last minute. The first four days, I basically... so Okay, so they did go on the cruise. The first four days, I basically took your advice and didn't push anything. We were having a great time, and she was also being super cool about not getting in the way of what I wanted to do. She also claimed female issues. You got to take that as face value. She pulled that card. You got to take that as face value. You have no other choice. You have to. Then day five, I was going on just a few hours of sleep, so I called in an early night. She had been drinking, and while I'm sleeping, jumps on top of me and is ready to go at it. I figured we would just do the usual routine like old times. She almost instantly is ready to break one of her rules and hands me the protective devices, um, a rubber. It is. uh, I know it's a combo of her drinking and her being turned on, so I turn her down. Wow, good for strong, very strong, Bubba. She then gets visibly upset and tries to talk me into it for several minutes. I know she is going to regret it in the morning and it could ruin the rest of the cruise and maybe our friendship. So I don't give in to her peer pressure and say no, despite me still being half asleep, as I know it's a bad idea on a lot of different levels. I'm giving you credit here. And us guys get, us guys don't get enough credit for this. Not that we should get credit for it, but. I've, yes, yes. 
I've been in that situation and a hundred percent it's the same thing. You it's not that you don't want to. It's not that you're not it's they get insulted, but you do not want to be in a position because you know the situation that they're in right then and there, and they will wake up with regrets, and that will change the dynamic of your friendship and smart move on your part. Hundred percent. Does take some willpower, but good for you. Um we go back to her getting the benefits, as I figure it will be a good compromise. Oh, okay. So we're not we're not G-rated here. We're going in a little. Now, listen, I don't have anything against some instructions along the way, but just after about five minutes of saying what I was doing wrong and screaming instructions, I had enough, and I stop in the middle of it, turn on the lights, turn off the lights, and go back to bed. Well, you had the lights on while this was going on. Good for you. All right. I wake up several times in the middle of the night, and she isn't in the room. She doesn't get back in the room until the morning. Oh, you got a live one here, Bubba. You got a live one. She doesn't. She doesn't get back in the. Uh, she doesn't get back in the room until the morning time, and I reckon s- slept outside on the serenity deck or something. The next morning, she sincerely thanks me, thanked me, and apologized, and said what a gentleman I was. Uh, we had a fun rest of the cruise the next morning and she gave me a thank you gift basket when i got back home and that's the end of the story bubba you're the man you did the right thing you held strong and exactly what you thought might happen what would have came into fruition had you succumbed to her pressures played out exactly the right way because she knew it too she knew that she wanted to keep this as a friendship she knew that she would have regretted crossing that line and she thanked you and gave you the proverbial gift basket. Now, she could have given you something else, but that's wrong of me to say. But you're giving her the benefits, right? So you don't want to cross the line, cross the line. I uh, let's 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 be adults here. And I was with a girl in this particular situation too, and we had a little bit of a relationship where we just were always together. We always we would always interact in fun times but never went all the way and her line was let's just keep doing it like this it's all fun and games until someone has an orgasm it's all fun and games until someone has an orgasm eventually we did cross that line too and then that lasted a couple years but what you're what you did the way you handled it is the right way i just think you know why is she, she's a little selfish for just being the recipient the recipient you don't want to go all the way don't go all the way but if you're going to be the recipient recipient or be a giver as well you know what i mean there's things you could do short of going all the way to enhance your experience and and reciprocate to you right all right so this took a turn Bubba, I thank you for the email i do apologize for the mature content at the end but you know we never we never divert from the occasional mature piece of content and maybe we did go a little too far but i will say that you know we'll try to be better that's all i want to thank you guys for listening i appreciate everything all that you've done mega cones super cones standard cones everybody you guys are the best boat drinks